Hello, everybody. Welcome to HeartGate International Ministries podcast. I'm here with my wife, Marianne, and we are the founders of HeartGate International Ministries. In this podcast, we, we want to share some thoughts about the word supernatural, actually about the subject of supernatural. This subject came to mind because of something that happened to me not long ago. I was closing the day with prayer as I pray usually at the end of the day. And as I was doing that, I was praying for my family and uh, the regulars that I always pray for every day. And I was praying specifically for my grandkids, two of them, uh, the twins, which are 12-year-old girls, and my grandson, my 10-year-old grandson. While I was praying, they came and they came to mind. I immediately thought of a docudrama that we watched on TV not long ago, and it was one of those crime docudramas talking about uh, something that happened to someone uh, where uh, along the way. And at at any rate, this girl was about twelve years old. The girl that it was uh, uh, giving us the information on. And she had been at her friend's house for the Super Bowl and was watching uh, the Super Bowl, but then decided uh, to leave. She wanted to go home and watch it with her parents. It was midday. It was not dark out, and she only lived two blocks away from uh, from this girlfriend. And so she decided to excuse herself and go on home. And the girlfriend even offered to walk along with her, and she said no, uh, she was just going to get home and see what was, uh, and be able to be with her parents. So, as it happens, like happens with uh, kids uh, along the way, you learn a shortcut, a quickest way of being able to get home. And she decided to cut in back of this uh, car wash uh, in the parking lot and ultimately ended up being abducted uh, and disappeared from that point on. And then without, uh, you can figure out uh, what takes place from there. And she en- ends up, they find her a few days later. And of course, she is, she's dead. This all came to my mind during the course of when I was praying. And you know how it is when you're praying and how God in just moments can bring all the details and everything to bear. Right at that moment, you understand uh, what it is he's talking about and what it is he's saying uh, not all the time, but but many times. At least that's been my experience. And I was thinking as about this girl and wondering if she knew the Lord. And then I came back to my grandkids. And I was thinking of the two 12-year-old girls and of the grandson. And I thought, I wonder, I wonder if they know what they what they should do in a situation like that. Of course, that's every parent and every grandparent's uh, worst nightmare that that would ever happen. But while I was thinking about this, and again, I say I'm in the middle of prayer, the Lord said to me, tell them they are supernatural. And it stopped me for a moment, and I started to think about supernatural. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I understood, right? I had a concept already that I could see 
that God was giving me, but I thought, yeah, super, supernatural. They're above, they're beyond nature. They are have something more. We all have something more. And so I I right away knew the direction. I, I knew what God was saying. And I thought, okay, I gotta find an opportunity to be able to tell the kids about this. But that word supernatural means it's something that's attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding of the laws of nature. I thought, well, that made a whole lot of sense to me because super means above, over, and beyond. And I know that when we're talking about something supernatural, we're talking about something that is super, over, above, and beyond natural laws, natural nature and the way things uh, run in our world. We live in a world that's operated by natural laws and is, that were set in motion by God himself at creation. Romans 1.20 says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world, and here's the important part, are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, that's us, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that we're without excuse, meaning he makes himself manifest. God makes himself manifest in nature by the very laws that he set in motion that all humankind operate on and, and by. Of course, when we think about those laws, those laws of nature, they have limitations. They only go so far uh, in, in resolving problems, in uh, setting us on a right course. I mean, they only go so far. You understand what I'm saying. There definitely are limitations with living within the natural laws or the boundaries that God has set in place. But when we receive Christ as our Savior... It opens to us all of heaven's resources. We're now in, a, in the world, but not of the world. That's a, a big, big difference. As I'm thinking about the kids, uh, my grandkids, and, and other, I was thinking right there, God is saying something to the body of Christ. Know who you are. Know what you have. You have all of heaven's resources available to you. And, and as... My wife and I, as Marianne and I were talking about this, to me it was so exciting. God saying, tell the kids they're supernatural. They're not limited by the natural laws or the world that, that are in play for all of mankind, but they now can live outside of those laws because of the power of God and that all of heaven is open to them. Our power doesn't come from natural laws. Now, they don't. We've now entered into a relationship with God that we have power that we did not have. We now have power, we can, and we couldn't have had it without receiving Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 says, Now we have received, we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that... And that's important, that we might know the things that God has freely given to us. And in receiving Christ, we are no longer 
We're in the world, but not of the world. We now have a power in us to help us in time of need. And I was thinking of our kids. If and I, I when I finally sat down and we were talking, I was talking to the grandkids. I said, guys, God told me to tell you this. He go no told me to tell you you are supernatural. Of course, my grandson, our grandson, was so excited. It's like oh, you th- oh, like I'm a superhero. Oh, I'm going to leap tall buildings in a single bound. No, I said, no, it's even better than that. I said, no, you're supernatural. Listen to what I'm going to say. And so I relayed to them the very things I've just said to you now about that instance that came to mind. And I said to them, I wonder if she knew the Lord. And I said, and I was thinking too, if something like that, God forbid, ever happened to you guys, would you guys just try to run or try to get away? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But I'm saying, would you recognize right at that point, you're a child of God. You have the power of God in you right now. And you can go and say, in the name of Jesus, you know, you can take authority over that situation. You have a power. God is there to help you and will help you if you just remember he's there. But but that that doesn't happen just by one day all of a sudden I'm going to do this. It happens by living that way every single day, practicing your faith, practicing, remembering that you have the power of God and you have the power of the name of Jesus, the mere mention of the name at which every knee must bow in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. The Word of God says that. And I thought about, and when I said it to the kids, they said, "I, you know, I, that I get that. That really makes sense." And in fact, one of the girls, Kayla, she said, "Grampy, you know," she said, "I was thinking of a program. Uh, Mom and Dad, uh, their her parents were watching the other day, and she said this woman knew the Lord." And this guy tried to kidnap her out in a parking lot somewhere. And he pushed her in when she was getting in the car. He got in. He drove her away. And she, uh, this particular woman, the whole time she's in the car, and this guy had threatened her and was threatening her life. And they were going to go to an ATM machine first. And she, the whole time, got in there and talked to him about the love of Jesus. She talked to him about how much God cares about him and what God had done in her life. And he didn't say anything. And this is my, our granddaughter talking to me. And she says, and what happened was he went to the ATM. He took the money that she took out for him. And then he dropped her off and didn't touch her. He let her alone. He just let her out. And our granddaughter, she said, that's that's what you're talking about, isn't it? I said, yeah, yes, it is. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I said, you don't want to ever forget it. And folks, as uh, Marianne and I are sitting here and speaking into this microphone and hopefully speaking to you, if you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are supernatural. 
You have a power of God in you that is explosive if you just give place to it. Let him move in you. Let him take over in times of fear, in times of hopelessness or despair, or in times of where you're confronted by some aggressive, hateful person. Remember, you have the power of God in you because the love of God is in you. You have the power of God in you to meet every single situation. And it's not just that you're meeting it, but you're meeting it backed up by all of heaven's resources. Yes, that reminds me. When Ken is talking about um, being called of God and knowing the Lord, receiving Him as your Savior, um, I was thinking of this saying, Ken, that's been around for a long, long time, and it is so true, that God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And everyone who has received Christ has been called of Him, and we have been given incredible spiritual gifts, supernatural gifts. And it is our job as a Christian and as a believer to find out what those things are that He has given us. I think in the Old Testament of Moses, there's a big difference between knowing you're called and living out that call. Moses knew he had been called, Because it says in the Word that he went out and he saw this Egyptian striking one of his brethren, and he was going to set that right. And now understand, Moses was very well educated because he lived in Pharaoh's house as Pharaoh's daughter's child, so he had access to every fine thing there was. And so he was strong and knowledgeable, and he just felt he could do anything he wanted naturally, and he struck that Egyptian and killed him. And then he ran because he was afraid he would be found out. Well, his time on the desert taught him all of the things that he wasn't. And one day, 40 years later, he comes across this burning bush, and God lets him know that he called him. And you know what? Now at this time, he was so brash in the beginning to go out and set his brethren free. Now at this time, he doesn't want the assignment. He says, God, let someone else go. And so I was thinking about how he has certain abilities before God called him, but they really aren't enough to help us in so many times. After God called him and had a conversation with him and told him, no, he would go because he called him. Look at the things that Moses accomplished when he went in and said, let my people go. And there are so many things that God wants his people to do in the day and age we're living in. Everyone is walking around afraid because of COVID, the economy, losing jobs, all kinds of things. But you are supernatural. And in this situation, we are not to be living in fear. We are to get close to God, recognize that we are the called of God, and that He has given us something, a tool, that every single one of us can use in our given situation. You are the called of God if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, and you have been equipped because you are called, and you have everything you will ever need 
to fulfill the purpose of God in your life. Look at the disciples in the New Testament. My goodness, they raised the dead. They healed the sick. They did so many wonderful things that they were not about doing at all when he called them as fishermen, a doctor, and etc. Um, so just remember, you are exceptional. Yes. You are supernatural. If yes. you belong to the Lord, if you are part of the body of Christ, you are really a miracle going somewhere to happen. <laughs> and you really must never forget that. We tend to carry the fear and the chaos that's all around us. And God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to shut out all of those things and to draw close to Him and to hear what He says to us. Child, you're mine. I love you. I have given you this tool. And He will show you and tell you what He has given you to overcome the situation that you may find yourself in. So be of good courage. You are a supernatural yes. person. Amen. And that just goes a very, very long way. You yeah. belong to a supernatural God who made this world. He made you and he placed you in this world that he created to fulfill a purpose, his purpose. But you must get to know him so that you can know what that purpose is and not go out in your own strength, but go out in the strength and the power of Almighty God, knowing that you have the tools and the things that you need to fulfill what he has called you to do. Amen. Remember, you're in the world, but not of it. We are, we are, have all of heaven's resources. We are out of this world. That's right. Think of yourself that way. Remind yourself, I'm in the world, but I'm not of this world because you're something special. Honey, that was really good. That very good. Oh, thank you. Well, that's it. Until our next one, thank you for tuning in. We love Bye. you guys. Bye. Bye.